So the way, what they would do, they would create content and live stream it to multiple social media platforms at once. Oh, wow. Good idea. Business failed. Uh, I heard <laughs> last month they shut down. But yeah, that roadcaster was pretty much like, I was doing social media management and I was doing distribution and I had to do sound on this thing. All in one <laughs> studio, bro. Like, and this is happening live, bro. Like it was the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. Was it like a studio as well? Yeah, it was a studio. So they had a whole situation where people could come through. So it was pretty much like this. Mm. But yeah, it was like an interview vibe. So people, you just bring guests, come through, sit down. It was a podcast, just more visual. They just didn't want to address it. I was like, this is what we're doing. It's just two people having a conversation the whole time. Yeah. And then, yeah, we had the, the backside where you had the director's room. And that's where I was the whole time, just making sure that... I had to do community management, bro. Like live, like we're live on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I had to go check all the comments, push the comments through to the studio so that people could, the presenters could see. And then I still had to like tweet about that we're live. I had to do sound. Dude, I did it all for six months. I almost broke down. On it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wildest thing I've ever done. Did you, was there a part of it that you actually enjoyed though? Yeah. It was a thing of, I'm a huge love of testing how competent I am as a person. Yeah. So seeing, like, it's one thing saying you can do the job and then it's another thing actually doing the job, you know? So mm. obviously I cried almost every night, but being able to say that I did X, Y, Z and I solved maybe 10, 15 problems a day, like, was just nice for me at the end of the day. And, and I think, you know, resolving more problems just makes you like more, you just make higher quality decisions and now you're solving like bigger problems and makes you a better person. Yeah. 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 Makes you a better person. Constantly pushing you. And I enjoyed that. That's the only thing I enjoyed. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously meeting, like I met new influencers and creators and things every day. So getting to see those people and see how they work and and they work ethic and everything was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is like uh, one thing that you really enjoy about being a creator? It's changed now, and I think we spoke about it as I got in. But now it's a thing of creating. Uh, what you see in a lot of artists is this thing of trying your best to communicate to an audience who you are. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just all a communication process. So like, this is who I am, and this is how I'm going to show you that this is who I am, and this is what I'm capable of doing, and these, these are the things that kind of... This is like a, a, a live interpretation of my creative mind. Mm. And I think that's the best way. Like, how do I communicate with you in a language that we can both understand and have a, a pretty meaningful conversation? Yeah. And now whether that medium is through gaming, whether it's through vlogging, whether it's through my Instagram stories, whether it's talking shit on Twitter, mm. one way or another, I'm communicating with someone and kind of opening a window into my soul essentially like who I am as a human being. And that always is constantly changing in regards to who you are. So the way you communicate, how you, like what you do, so many things just happen. And I just love that process. Like you can see Kanye, I, w- I always say Kanye is the best example for that. The way he's been communicating with us has been changing day by day. Bro. It's crazy. Bro. Like, I, and he's defining you know, how we listen to his music at this point. Like, you look at that entire Donda experience. Yeah. For someone else, it started the day they saw the album. Mm-hmm. For you, it started with the first listening session. Yeah. Or even yeah, like before yeah, that, yeah. 
where he was just like going around the world with this mask on. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah, all been yeah. wearing masks, but yeah. his was just like, wait, what are you doing now? It's different, yeah. Cool. He does that and then comes back. Oh, cool. He's just going to do this listening party. Yeah. One man, entire stadium, yeah. doesn't have a microphone. You're just listening to music. Yeah. You've never seen this, first yeah. of all. For yeah. me, it was like, you've got thousands of people in a stadium during a pandemic. Yeah. All just watching you play your music. Yeah. And he's just vibing out. Everyone could tell that album was not finished. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. It's kind of okay. you know? yeah, right. Second listening party, same thing. Where you can listen, you can hear that. Listen, it's not where it needs to be, but it's mm. going towards it. Yeah. And the third one is, like, oh yes, this is it. And it's like, wait, this entire thing was an, an entire experience. It's yeah. not just the album. The album's like just the last piece of work. But yeah. you've seen this entire journey of, yeah. oh no. This started way before, three yeah. months ago, almost. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, just how it was received to us. Yeah, it's, it's never been done before. Redefining how we receive the music. The, the, the ultimate move for me when I realized this man is a genius is when, I'm not sure if you saw that, that tech thing he was selling. Yeah. Where you can control. Where you can literally like, yeah, pretty much. the sound. And I'm like, the, yeah. this man just defined how you can experience his music at this point. Like mm. no other artist has gone to that to that, I mean, an artist can dictate how you listen to it, like in terms of where, which platforms, maybe when, but how in terms of controlling and, and making you essentially the person behind the mixing and the mastering and making it a collaborative effort between you and Kanye directly. Like you and Kanye are now collaborating on this listening experience. It's just out of this world. Like it's out of this world. And it started with the life of Pablo. I think the life of Pablo was the first mm-hmm. time where he was removing songs putting them back on, doing certain things. And people were mad at that, but I'm like, art is never finished. I don't think it's, it's ever finished. Yeah. The, the space, the space that the art lives in defines the art essentially. So if I can put, if I put a painting here, it means something completely different to as if I was to put it at Goodman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it's still the same piece of art, but because of where it's it, where it's at, it just means two different things. So I think, yeah, he's done that for us. And, and, and that's what I love about him. Like Tyler, the creator is another ex- example. Oh man. Do you know like, what I mean? I asked a friend like a few months back. Okay. Who do you think is a creator that's creating work that is true to themselves? Cause yeah. I don't think that happens often, right? Yeah. Because what happens is you start making stuff for the world and the world starts telling you, Oh, Hey, yeah. um, this is cool, but I actually like you this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you start going, oh, okay, I guess I'll just be that. Yeah, yeah. You start changing the way you speak. You start changing the way you tweet. Yeah. You don't want to tweet about personal things. Like, for example, with me, I've noticed anytime I tweet about myself, my life, how yeah. things are going, people are just like, why are you telling me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to know yeah. where the incubator is. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I want to know how I can win. Yeah. That's yeah, not why yeah. I'm here for you. I'm yeah. not here to hear you speak about yourself. Yeah. And you start to sort of move towards that. Whereas yeah. You're not creating for yourself anymore yeah. or what you see the world becoming. Yeah. You're just playing to the audience, mm. right? And I asked him, like, who do you think is a creator that's creating as authentically as possible work to who they are? And he was like, Tyler, the creator. Yeah, 100%. Literally dictating to us, like, who he is at that time and place. Changing the game. Like, he, he's been crazy and he's been doing it from the get-go. And... I think that's where I got that. When I realized he had this very nice line in this one music video, it was the most bizarre music video I've ever seen. But the opening title se- uh, sequence was probably like directed by Wolf Haley. And then the, the, the subline was an interpret, an interpret, interpretation of Tyler's mind. Mm. 
And I think that's the closest way to describe like, what it was. Yeah, like there's a lot of shit that goes in your head. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot <laughs> happening. And now you have to try and put it in a video. And like when you look at the scene now in the music scene, all the hip hop rappers, it's like pretty much, you know, print and copy and paste. Like same kind of vibe, cars, that vixens, okay, cool, jewelry. And it's just like copy and paste and you'll have that formula mixed. But each and every... Like now he's into this film era when it comes to his music videos, for example. And you're like, wow, you can see it. Can see it. Yeah. Like everything. He's got the Wes Anderson thing going on. He's got this whole, and it's like challenging himself to try and make something that completely stands out and completely different as to oppose standing in front of a car and rapping all day. Like we've seen that, you know, we've, we've seen that, bro. But it's literally like pushing. And now we have to accept Tyler for who he is. Mm. And that's why I think he's winning. And we like, when we got here, we spoke about it, that you said that we kind of, the way me and, and, and some of my peers are moving in regards to our online spaces is that we kind of dictate which spaces we want to be in and who mm. we want to be with. And it's literally that, that I went from being Sam Plays, the guy who will do anything to kind of make it into the gaming scene and whatever and just like brush with these people and now you have to be friends with this guy and you have to do... And it just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just takes away from you because it's like, this is not me. Yeah. I don't talk like this. I don't like these things. And I don't move like this. I don't move this way. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, let me move like this. And whoever gravitates towards that, it's just gonna, it's, I think it's gonna be tenfold better because now I don't actually have to put on a show. I don't have to cater myself for an audience. Now I just, you will come if you come. And if you don't, and I think we run the risk of if you don't come, you don't come. You know what I mean? If you don't come to the party, then it's bad. But, but it's better to be true to yourself self, and make yeah. the things that you really care about. 100%. Then be in a situation where you just like, who am I at this yeah. point? Like, 100%. Who am I at this point? Yeah. So when you look at like creators that have sort of chosen the other path, which is like engagement at all costs. Yeah. Like, how do you even relate to those people? Like, how do you see them? I, I think we don't relate to them. Like, I think I've, I've fine-tuned myself that I think that, well, someone asked a really nice question today is that why is it when there's creators who post a sponsored content, why don't we engage with that stuff? Because they're your friends and they're your people and whatever. And someone was like, you can see from a mile away that this is a sponsored thing. <laughs> you can see that. You know what I love right now that's happening in campaigns? To all campaign managers out there, please stop this. Okay. <laughs> but in the brief, it tells you to be as organic as possible. <laughs> as, like, as authentic as, as authentic possible. As possible. And then they tell you how to be authentic. And then you're like, <laughs> and you're like, so, so every campaign brief is just be authentic and be yourself. And then they kind of script you as to how but that this works. Is how yeah. Yeah. Be. Yeah. This is how you be authentic. So tell us about this. And, and you're like, Oh no, bro. Like, are you serious? So now the, the, the main theme of campaign briefs this month, this year has been be authentic. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then they still give you captions. And then you're like, but I wouldn't, okay, but okay. I wouldn't say yeah, it yeah, that yeah, way. Like, Let me I wouldn't it. communicate. This yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is not how I speak. You know, like not at all. And you can tell, like you can tell from a mile away. So I think the people that chase engagement and it's not even now at this point, you can tell that it's not even. It doesn't have to be sponsored. I can tell that you're posting this for the sake of getting engagement. Mm. And I'm just like, ah, no, like we're not going to, I think it works. Some people maybe see this as, for me, that's when you're kind of going like what corporate vibes. You're just doing shit for the sake of doing it because you have to meet certain numbers. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Like some people are built to be corporate and some people have that mindset of there's a formula to the shit. I post X amount of times a day. I post this much. I get, you know what I mean? What, da, 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 da. You can go for that and really. If you, if you can keep up with that stuff, great. But I think it's 
it has to be exhausting, man. It has to be. <laughs> it has to be taxing on you. It has to be, especially because, because if you fail, now it's like you did that deliberately to succeed and you failed. And now what? Now you have to go back to the drawing board. Whereas with us, it's just do you. If it works, if it doesn't, whatever. Sure, you have to bite the bullet if, it, if, it's, if it's really painful. But for the most part, it, it's touch and go. Like I can, But either way, I had fun in the process. I think that's where... I have so much ease in doing what I do. And also being able to say, I'm not going to do this. Like TikTok, let's say. A lot of people are forcing the TikTok agenda. And I'm like, <laughs> you're not making good TikTok content. Not, I, We don't watch. Like a lot of people just post a lot of stuff on TikTok. I have my, my previous company was telling me, yeah, post this on TikTok. And I'm like, we're not doing anything that's TikTok worthy. Mm. You know, Sure, you can dance and whatever, but you can see that I told this person to dance. TikTok, <laughs> it's really... And, and people can <laughs> smell that, bro. I, yeah. I, I hate people like, I love them. I get it. But like the Gary V thing, it's done. It's, it's over. What do you mean? <laughs> the, you, if you're going to do, if you're going to be in content creation, you have to be on SoundCloud. You have to be on TikTok. Oh, you, you have, have to, to be, be on, on everything. You have to be on everything. You have to post twice, three times a day. That is definitely the and Gary like, V formula. Bro, which is like and I'm like, yo, 10 Instagrams, yeah. 20 tweets, 10 Eight Facebook con- yeah. posts. 20 stories Bruh. A true stream yo, Like yo, wait yo, yo, yo. When like, do I live yo, Like People who follow that formula You're gonna break down And die soon I swear <laughs> I swear it's, it's just and Because it takes away From the creative process Standardizing mm. context Like I've never understood People who My previous employer Made us standardize Creativity In terms of This is how many things You post a day Find a formula In the morning we do this Like I had eight posts a day At some point I had to I was a social media manager and I had to do eight to 10 posts a day. And to be able to do that, each post was a specific, let's say, category, let's say. Mm. And each one had to be a bit. So obviously every day it's just kind of rinse and repeat. And I'm like, obviously this shit is not going to take off because it's just a template at this point. It's just, yeah. there is no creative freedom in any of those processes if you try to standardize. So if you tell someone post 10 blog posts a day, obviously like, by the ninth one, they're just cooking bullshit. One, like fourth. fourth one, yeah, it's just like, you're cooking nonsense. I guess. This is gonna work. And I'm like, five things that you know, could just that could change. The, and I'm like, I don't want to know about this shit. Like most of these things have been done before. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that yeah, there's, yeah. there's 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 a over indexing slash overrating of originality in social media. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to repurpose stuff. Yeah, it's okay yeah. to. Be smart about how much you invest in like creating versus, you know, recreating slash repurposing yeah. Yeah. content from somewhere else and yeah. like, putting it on your feed. Cause I do mm-hmm. think that everyone's trying to, I'll help you become so successful in social mm-hmm. media. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, do you know more than say the CEO of later? Right? Yeah. So there's yeah. this app called later. Yeah. I'm on like, it. For, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Love like it. scheduling, whatever. Yeah. 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 Those guys know What's the happening. platform. Yeah. And the platforms help them. Yeah. Like be able to teach these things for other people. There's no ways you know more, more than, than those guys. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why would you want to still lean into yeah. the space, right? Yeah. Unless you have some like unique perspective on it, yeah. On it that like completely shifts the way anyone can think about it. Yeah. And I, I, I think the the whole how to the the gurus the, the, <laughs> the gurus the gurus it's great like it's great but again they the the content that they deliver is regurgitated you know what I mean and it's, every time I speak to someone where I'm trying to help you create content it's, I, I always go for the route of focus on you more than anything this mm. thing of posting at six p.m. is the prime time and this is you can't I realize you can't there is no formula to virality 
And I think that's what social media is. Even if viral, everybody goes viral on social media. It's just the scale, right? Mm. So one post can have 10 likes and the next one can have 100. In your world, you went viral. I won't lie to you. So, and you have to be able to navigate that world. It's like you're working on, you're working on so many, there's so many different factors that contribute to you going viral, but it, it's mostly it's it being set so far apart from what people have seen at that time. Cause I also think, I think social media to me personally, social media resets every day. This thing mm. of long-term content, I get it, it exists, but the way the the way we consume data, the amount of data we consume a day or content rather, I think people switch the, off. The lifespan of content yeah. has completely shifted completely. Over, the last, over the last even year. Yeah. I think that COVID, the pandemic, yeah. lockdown yeah. made us so ingrained to our phones. That like because you're constantly consuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I asked you like what's the first tweet you saw this morning, you wouldn't Yo, be able to tell. Never, me. never. There would never, never be, yeah. you know. And that's one of those things that's like a lot of creators are spending a lot of time on certain things and if it doesn't hit, you can yeah. tell where yeah. they're just like fuck. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. It didn't hit. And mm-hmm. now it's Yeah. What do you do? No, I completely get it. And I think that's the sad part of the, uh, that's why I think the content game is scary, but it, it, you can leverage it because a lot of people have figured it out, but you have a 72 hour window, you know what I mean? Mm. For everything that you post online. And in those 72 hours, you have to try and capture as many people as you possibly can. If you don't, it's, it's game over. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, like that's the state, that's the state that content is in right now. And people are just like, yeah, you just have to figure out like where you stand in that regard. But I do feel like, um, very different from YouTubers. Instagram creators, TikTok creators. Mm. <clears throat> I think like Twitch stands on its own as just like completely different world. Yeah, 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 yeah. And gamers, the way gamers operate is very different from yeah. say the way other sort of creators operate. Like, why do you think that is? In regards to gaming specifically or streaming? No, there's just like a, it's a different sort of thinking around how to build a community how to create the content, how to create those experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just because it's live streaming as yeah. well, there's something there that's it, so yeah. much deeper. Yeah, no, obviously. And I think it, it goes to what we spoke about earlier with, with the short lifespan of the content living. Now we've jumped the gun and now from you having only 72 hours to experience my content, now I'm telling you to experience it in real time. Not only that, but I'm, I'm collaborating with you. Yeah. So the content is not going to exist unless you exist. It's, it's just as simple as that. I won't speak about things that you don't bring. Like, I, I only speak about things that you bring up. So you mm. contribute entirely. The the one idea that I really want to do is a live podcast because the topics, I think people don't watch me for my gaming, 100%. They watch me for the topics that we speak about. And then you end up talking about all these random things and all these, like, enticing topics, but it's because the chat asks, like, yo, guys, did you guys see that? Did you guys... And then they add their own input and stuff like that. And now you have this crazy engagement, whereas normally we just consume content based on, it's just, it's not a two-way street like television. I think that's why television is dying. I can't communicate with my celebrities. That's why we go to social media to communicate with them directly. But on Twitch, you can talk to me directly. I can interact with you. In fact, you can, some people have this thing of, you can control my life on Twitch. Do you know what I mean? If you donate enough money, you can, now I've got people who, I realize it's such a surreal thing that I noticed, but you can have like channel points on Twitch. 
and you get them by just watching. So as you watch, they accumulate. And what you can do is um, a, a channel creator or channel owner can decide what these points can be spent on. Okay. And then it's a bit surreal. It's a bit scary. But in my situation now, if you spend 200, you can tell me to stretch. If you spend another 200, you can tell me to take a sip of water. What? If you spend another 500, you know, you can, you know, like, and it's just like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's a bit surreal at that stage. Where, like, I'm like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you're, and it's just like, oh, there's another one that's like 500 and I, I fixed my posture because you know, you tend to slump when yeah, you yeah. 500, I fixed my, so I'm like, you're dictating how I live, like for a good <laughs> minute, you know what I mean? But I'm like, that's, that's, it's weird. Some people take it to the extreme levels, you know, like when do I eat? When do I, what do I do? Who do I text? Blah, 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 blah. You can really go to that part. But I'm just saying that you're contributing live time to the content where opposed as to a vlog. It's, I get what I get. Mm. If I didn't enjoy it, that's on you. It's not necessarily on, on me or anything like that. Some people do that thing of the gig was always send us questions and I'll answer them. That's how you used to do it. But there used to be like a, what is it like a, a 48 72 hour delay bet- between you asking this question yeah. and me so but now it's like real time and that, i think that's what's happening like just to go back to that does that not make you feel like a, a product it does 100 percent. Right? yeah 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 like that's you, what i'm saying you it was surreal yeah yeah i was like <laughs> but i think in, in all i'm a real-time product you know what i mean but a lot of people are it's, it, at the end of the day like i think you also said it with, in regards to changing your the way that you communicate on twitter based on what the audience requires. I think at the end of the day, we're all, it's demand and supply. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you have to cater to whatever the market is that you're out there. I'm a product to brands. I'm a product to my audience. I'm a product, yeah, just a general content space. Like at yeah. the end of the day, you have to say, vloggers have to vlog. There's no, you have to vlog because we want you to vlog. We need you to vlog. So you mm-hmm. will vlog. And then at some, what I realized is that when I was in the vlogging game, yo, it was crazy, man. You start doing crazy shit because of the vlog. So now you're traveling. Now you you have to go out. Now you have you to, have to change apartments. You have to, bro. Yo, are you okay? Like when I see that shit, I'm just like, yo, man. I hope that's okay. I hope you're okay. But like you start, your life is narrated by the people that watch your streams because they want more and more content. It's just like a scriptwriter for a TV show. Like more shit needs to happen in the next episode. Like this guy needs to die. Like. Just Game of Thrones on steroids, but now it's just your personal life in the process. Yeah, and I think the commodification of self mm, is what mm, the creator mm, economy mm. is about. It's right? about we all become products, we all become brands, we all become an entity right. outside of ourselves. Right, so right, we all right, become right. a business, right? right? And like we trade whatever skills, content, community, or commerce that we can in order to sort of make money off yeah, our talents. Yeah, right? yeah, and like. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you ever thought about what it would mean for you to have to do this for the rest of your life? So, like, what it means for you at 40? At yeah, 50, yeah, 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 like yeah, 80. yeah. No, I had a nice rude awakening. Some, someone, I'll call him my mentor, but he's my gaming partner. But he was like, the problem with this business model, Sam, is that when you're sleeping, you no longer make money. Like, the moment you stop streaming, it's over. Yeah. The more, like you're just out of the eye. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause my main income comes from me streaming, people recognizing the streams and then people donating to me. So obviously I can't be at 40 saying, Hey guys, welcome to my YouTube channel. Like that's not going to happen. I don't think that's ever going to be the case. I don't have the, the, the time or the power to be able to do something like that. But definitely like my, the game plan and I think the strategy with everyone is trying 
to see how one can monetize the process of it all. Like I'd, I'd like to get into, like right now, my, the next thing that I really want to work on is how to make it easier for other creators to create. That's my main mission right now. Yeah, essentially simplifying the, the, the content creation process because it's, 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 it's completely restrictive. It's expensive. This gear is expensive. Nobody has this shit. And this is what you've done pretty much. You've simplified the content creation process for someone like myself, you know? And so I definitely want to get into that space where it's like people, so, you know, it's business. Like you just, you just have to figure out a <laughs> You business, just walk so. in, create yeah, the yeah, content yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then I'm outy. Like yeah. being like, there's always going to be someone, oh man, there was something that happened to Sibu recently, which was like, ish. And, and Sibu is like the OG of this shit, right? Yeah. So someone tweeted it and it was like, I wonder how Sibu, uh, Sibu Mpanza and the likes of them feel now that they've been in the game for so long, but you've got all these new cats turning up, making way more views than them. Mm. So how does that feel? Like you've been grinding for so long, but now there's, new, there's these new kids that came out of nowhere. They just came out of nowhere and just became bigger and better. Um, like, how, like how does that feel as a, as an OG? Do you know what I mean? And Sibu, I don't know what his response was, but I was like, you're not, we're not always going to be the hot and the fresh ones. We're not going to be mm. young and, and, and lively and vlogging. It's, there's a time and place for everything, you know. Sibu's smart because he's backed out and, and he started the Mbanza network. So that was his his exit strategy. But yeah, like being the face of something is not always going to be... And you can be the face of something. Like there's obviously there's different demographics, but the content will have to change. The messaging will have to change. Yeah. Things will have to... Uh, I think like Ninja, you know Ninja, 100%. Like his viewership is dwindling. Like it's bad, you know. And then my mentor was like here's the problem. The fan base that pretty much brought him to stardom has outgrown him. Yes. And now what happens? So you know that, I mean? that's the problem, right? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I think that every creator reaches a point where the people that supported you are no longer the people that need the content that you're yeah. creating. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I remember the last time I enjoyed Twitter was probably when I had about 15,000 followers. Yeah. Ah, the best. All the time. Because I could recognize the faces, I could recognize the names. Yeah, we could have conversations on the timeline. It would be good vibes. Yeah, and then it just sort of skyrocketed somewhere. I don't know where that was, and I lost that connection with people to be yeah. able to like, oh hey, it's you. Like, yeah, yeah, how, yeah, How's that thing that you're working on? Yeah, and then you start to realize those people are no longer even on the platform. They don't oh, tweet. Shit. They don't engage. They are somewhere else. Yeah, and where that somewhere else is is like, wait. Other thirty-year-olds have husbands. They yeah. have kids. Yeah. yeah, they have serious jobs that like require them to not engage with anything else outside mm -hmm. of you know what they need to engage with. They are busy doing shit. Yeah. So the community that I might have had to get to the point that I am, that community is gone. Yeah, yeah. The kids that are hustling now, they don't get me. Yeah. So it's, yeah oh yeah. shit, you are no longer as valuable because the community that needed you yeah. has gone somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Now you need to recreate yourself, yourself and yeah. re there needs to be some sort of rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to speak to the people that are on the platform now. Right. Right. That are, that are actually engaging now. Yeah. And I think of that, like even very similarly with whether it's a YouTube creator yeah. or a podcast or whatever it is, constantly being able to learn what's happening now understanding the tone of right now yeah. versus what you think the glory days might have been. Yeah, yeah. Like, people don't care about like how hot you were at like helping people yeah. three years ago. It doesn't yeah, yeah, matter. Yeah, 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 what yeah. are you doing now? Right now? Yeah, yeah. And can I relate to who you are and what you're talking about now? Yeah, yeah. So I think like growing with your audience, but also 
finding ways to relate to new audiences where yeah. people are like, you know what? That's the game I want to yeah. watch. That's the podcast I want to listen to. That's the YouTuber I want to, you know, watch as well. And I yeah. think there's just not enough education around what that looks like as yeah. an evolution. Yeah. yeah. Because even from an American perspective, it's still early, man. Yeah. You haven't seen a, a YouTuber go from 18 to 45. Yeah. Like, they usually drop off and vanish off the yeah, yeah, face yeah, of yeah, the yeah, earth or you, something like you. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, it's never happened where you've seen someone, like, start a YouTube channel at, say, 18 or whatever. Yeah. They actually have kids. They yeah. have a career. They All of that. And they stay through this whole thing. Process, yeah. There's certain things you need to start cutting out yeah. just to make that sustainable. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And I think it ties really nicely back to that thing of being a product, if you know what I mean. Because it's demand and supply, once again. Mm. So the demand for who you were three years ago has changed, obviously. There's less, and, and, and now you have to try and uh, reinvent yourself, essentially. And again, going back to it being a situation of you have to change your story, and it's being narrated, like, that is being dictated by the market. New story. Yeah, you have to tell a new story. And that's why I think the story of yourself is the easiest one to sell because that one remains consistent for the most time. Embracing the change, embracing the fact that things aren't the same, embracing the fact that you're not going to be who you are. And I think that's like Kanye. Kanye has made us, he has trained us to be okay with the fact that we're never going to see the same Kanye twice, ever. Yes. It's never going to happen. So we're not buying into Kanye's projects individually necessarily. We're buying into the progress, the, pro- the progression of Kanye essentially long term. Mm. Like he can't do 808s forever. He can't do late registration forever. You know, it's like he needs to constantly change and evolve because that's how life is. Like you, you, your interests change, your family, your dynamics, your status, everything changes like on a day to day basis. So to, to be that guy, I think that's why someone had a very good argument about Drake is that great. He's a great artist. I love CLB by the way, but he was like, the thing about Drake yeah. is that not much, we won't go there. <laughs> but I just, I just like the, you know, this, the, the whole thing. But one person said that the problem with Drake is, and I fully agree with this, is that Drake will never change. He will never go out of his comfort zone. He will never try something he hasn't done. The example that they use was that Lil Wayne at some point had a rock album. You know what I mean? Like he literally went out of his comfort zone to make a rock album. Mm. Now you've got Kanye making gospel. You've got, you know what I mean? Like people are doing other shit. Drake is still same old Drake. Take care, Drake. Take care. You know what I mean? And you know, and I like I love it personally, but it's, I'm not getting anything more out of that. So he's not all new. Experiment. All new. Yeah, yeah. He's not gonna. He's just all I will say is that he's been refining what he's been doing, and sure now I think he's sharpened it pretty much. Like we know you can make a hit, dog. You know what I mean? Like we get it. But I think that's, and that's where I'm at right now. I'm not, yo, like Sam plays the gamer. That's not it, bro. Like I, you know, I love films. I'm a film enthusiast. I can tell you anything and everything about every film you need to know. You know what I mean? I love music. I like, you know, there's so much to it. Now to just come to you and Sam plays the gamer, it's like, no, like there's just so much to it. And I need to try and find the, the ultimate way to package that and sell it and say, guys, like there's so many things to who I, I love food. Doesn't mean because I'm a gamer, I can't go to a food restaurant and just review the food and just tell you where I'm at. Like those limiting type of factors. So be, so now I have to tell the audience how I need to teach the audience. I think that's the, the formula now, the, the new formula moving forward. Teach the audience how to embrace you and consume you in regards to who you are online and just pray that they're okay with that. Because one day I can talk about this thing. Tomorrow I can talk about this thing. Um, 
But you need to understand that it's still the same Sam, you know. Someone was telling me, Sam, you need to make a, a channel for reacting to music. You need to make a channel for playing games. You need to make a channel for reviewing food. You're not going to do that. And I said, I'm not doing that. Dog. I'm not going to do that. Like, in one week, I can play a game, listen to Donda, and eat at a very nice restaurant. And I need to be able to put that all on one channel. Do you know what I mean? Some, so you guys, I'm the guy, not necessarily the content. I hate people who categorize their content and, and, and sell that. So the beauty... I'm the beauty person and this channel is about fashion dude you're still you like sell you as a brand I don't it, it may be confusing like uh, segmenting your audience well, but I, I think it's, it's you know, possible it goes back to something that Kanye was talking about like years ago it was like why do you feel the need to box me in and make me mm, the music mm, guy mm, mm, mm. I can also be the fashion guy I can yeah. also be the film guy I can yeah. also be the technology products guy yeah like yeah. why do you feel like you need to keep me in this corner yeah, and yeah, I remember yeah. Who's the guy that does the Apple interviews? Who's that guy? Actually? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yeah. So that guy was like, no, don't you feel like people feel you've been successful in this, so you should stay in that yeah, lane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. I think like it's very misguided. People will buy into people. Yeah, when you, yeah. when people buy into you and like what you believe in and like the value that you create for them, yeah. they'll go anywhere with you. If you want to take them on a food journey, hey man, Let's go eat. Yeah. If you want to take them on a film journey, let's go down that rabbit yeah. hole as well. And I think that's where the power of community comes in, where yeah. it's not like an audience. And I always mm-hmm. try and differentiate these things. Yeah. When you have an audience, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. When you post a food picture, but you're the beauty person, yeah. then they go, what is this? What's going on? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. an audience where they're like, hey, I came here for, for, for beauty. I came yeah. here for makeup. I came here for this very specific. Yeah. Now you're changing it up. Even though you're sharing who you are and what yeah. you care about, this is not what I'm here for. Yeah. But a community will go, oh, this is super cool. Yeah. Are you trying out different foods now? Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. And then you hit them with the, hey, here's a review of the best guy, Richie movies. Yeah. And what's up with that? And yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's super cool. Let's go yeah. there. So like a community, you can lead into these different yeah, interests yeah, where yeah, you can yeah. go, hey, we're going to review... uh movies on tiktok we're gonna mm-hmm. do food stuff on 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 something else or yeah. whatever it is yeah no 100 percent. and I, yeah i think that's the that's probably the best ecosystem to have that's 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 what i i want eventually i think what do you think has that because i can't think of in something. south africa i can't think of someone like a community so strong that i could take you can take them anywhere and they'll go south africa. damn like anywhere, yeah. and I mean anywhere. Like tomorrow, Sam does fashion, <laughs> <laughs> street style um, looks for yeah, Friday, yeah, yeah. <laughs> outfit yeah. of the day every morning. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I think we in South Africa we have a huge. I think the 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 more you make it, it, it we have a huge stand culture. So mm. you can see it in the way like your bigger influencers move and 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 how they just go about it, like. It's definitely a, I'm talking to you space and not I'm not, uh, another I'm talking with you space. Like, it's not a dialogue. Yeah, it's not a dialogue. I, we don't have that. May, some people do, man. I mean, you've got... I'm, I'm, when I'm looking at my friends, like Botato Ramperi, I guess, you know, he's really in touch with his people. I guess Maybe because he's not necessarily on that big a scale just yet. He's, I think he's the OG. And I think he's having the most fun because it's a dialogue. Do you know mm. what I mean? I think... So in that instance, as to whether he can change from where to where, we will, we'll see. But he's known to be that guy that just creates really cool content and just has fun with his own life. And I think that's an easier kind of life to live. 
despite all the hard work that goes into it. But yeah, I think our culture is 100% built on stan culture. Like, even our celebrities. So you think it's on the the consumer side where maybe they feel like that's the relationship? Or do you think the creators, celebrities are the ones that are creating this boundary where, hey, here's the content I'm going to give you. You can't feed back. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably both ways, man. It's also a thing of like how much will the audience tolerate? Do you know what I mean? But you have some people that are breaking that feel like you got Gabs that are small is one of the few people he's kind of giving me that Kanye vibe as well where he just posts live what he's making gets people to get riled up mm. get, you know get feedback mm. so it's a collaborative so in those instances I'm like okay you're actually doing social media right and you can see that I don't think Gabza is too pressed about how many likes he gets. And no. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, and the pictures aren't like clean and everything. No. It's just where he's at, what he's doing. And the videos are always very like, what is going, going on? on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a mess. <laughs> Sometimes he's drunk. And I'm just like, this is pretty much as authentic as it can get. Like, he's just giving us a peep into his life. And he, he drops those singles or those those teasers on Twitter, lets them do their rounds, gets to understand what people want. Uh, Maporisa had this thing where he was crazy. He he would drop something and then, I don't know how it happened, but somehow he would just pick artists from social media, you know, and be like, you come here. Or someone would be trending that um, song. I remember Yeah, this. like... The guy, guy was trending. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. guys, help me find this yeah, guy. Yeah, help me find this guy. Make a, yeah. a, a song with him. With him. That's like an insane creative process. Crazy. Ah oh, man, do you know what's the, the one thing I found very interesting about Ama Piano artists just seem like they're always releasing songs. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, seems yeah, like, yeah, 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 yo, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. you release a song last week yeah, or like yeah, yesterday? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah. this new one? And yeah. then it's another one and yeah, then it's another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And it got me thinking about a conversation I had with a friend where it was like, if you don't take care of your art, your talent, or that special gift that you think you have, yeah. yeah. If you don't take care of it, you're, it's going to portray you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like a pressure to make sure that you're constantly creating or refining your ability yeah. or your perspective on the world so yeah. that you can create better? Better. No, I, I think there's, uh, it touches on that quite well. But I think it also leads back to the the, the way we consume, bro. I My, my number one example is Blackie. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed. There's a new song every week. Every week, every <laughs> week. Whether he's featured, whether he's dropped it, for real? new. He drops a new song every week without fail, bro. Like, I'm, and I'm just like, is this healthy? Do you know what I mean? But I realize if he, I don't know if it's a, I, I can't tell you what the formula, is, what his strategy is. It's definitely relevancy. I, I know that's number one. Also, he's only breaking out now. Uh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I don't know if it's a thing of if I stop releasing for a long amount of time do you know what i mean that guy drops every week and it it's working for him like he's performing every week he's everywhere every week and then similar to the Amapiano guys they are dropping every week and it's just because you're only hot for this long you know what i mean mm. now obviously if you're talented like if maporisa or if gabza drops we're definitely going to gravitate towards them because we know that they've done it well so many times that we can trust that whatever they drop next is going to be fire. But yeah. there still has to be that consistent thing of dropping every now and then. But I think that's where we're at right now. Because just think of YouTube culture. I, don't, well, I was going to say this, that with long-form content, I don't think it exists anymore. We don't go to a YouTube video twice. Mm. I think you watch it once, you've consumed it, it's great, and then you keep it moving, you know what I mean? YouTube videos don't have replay value. 
the only thing I think in media that has replay value is music. But I won't. I'll Always. watch movies. Obviously, yeah. we don't touch movies. Series. Do you rewatch series? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you mean? I've never. I've never. I've never in my no life. Ways. No ways. But I get no it. Ways. I get it. I get it. I think that I definitely agree that there's a limited replay value, especially when it comes to dig- digital media. Yeah, 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 yeah. But more so like social media content. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. If I've seen the picture, I've seen the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing there's no, to be done. Mm. I've, if I've read the tweets, I've read the read tweets. It, yeah, it's yeah. over. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. I think that's even more. That adds way more pressure on content creators because yeah. now it's like, hey. I saw the thing you did this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. have for me now? And it's ah, like, yeah. Hey, it's, yeah. I'm still processing what I what made this made? morning. Yeah, like, yeah, give yeah. me time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's scary, man. Super. I think it's so scary. That's Super. where we are in the world yeah. where like people are basically on a daily basis product and yeah. they need to be releasing constant value all the time yeah. and nonstop. And like, yeah. but back to my question, do you feel yeah. that pressure to constantly Similarly to say Blackie or whoever, yeah, ref, like use that gift that you might have, that talent you might have, that yeah. attention that you have, yeah, to make better. And do you are you ever scared that will go away? I think it comes down to values, bro. Like at the end of the day, I, I, my goals and my dreams and the things that I value are so in tune that those kind of things right now don't affect me. I think I, I burned out in 2018, 2019. That's when I felt the most. I was pushing like a motherfucker. Like I was just on it. And now that I've grown old and realized like the way the game works, it's, like, it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. This is not a, this is not a, it's not a job where uh, someone was saying, especially with Twitch, the longer you stream does not necessarily accumulate to your expertise of the whole situation. Like you can stream for hours, weeks and months on end, but it doesn't necessarily add a new skill set to you unless you are refining the process of doing it mm. but if you're simply just sitting there playing a game and streaming for eight hours a day uh five times a week you're not actually doing anything it's not something you can put on let's say your cv even if you're not going corporate but it's not something you can say like i've been streaming for four years you know what i mean and i have this much like it to me that that doesn't bring i've realized that there is no value in that thing mm. the, the thing that i want to work on is uh, understanding the, the systems, the processes behind the whole situation. So if you ask me to stream, if you ask me to broadcast, if you were to ask me to create content, how I go about it is what I'm trying to refine at this point. And that's what I think makes business sense for me. If I can create content in an efficient way, create quality content in an efficient way, not just for me, but for everybody around me, I think that's okay. Like I, I'll be able to do that. The being in the spotlight situation and being the one that, that you know, that I don't value that anymore. I used to be that guy trying to increase the numbers and do this and um, impress brands and stuff like that. And I was there like, no, that's, that's not it. Like I'm not about that life right now. I really just want to be a hundred percent in tune with the processes and the systems and the, and the ability to transfer those skills to different areas, because I think that just makes more business sense. I think everybody's caught up in the, the fame situation, the cloud situation, like cloud is killing the youth. I can cloud tell you. Killed the kids. Yo, it killed them. Man. Like they dead, bro. They dead. Like the shit that I'm seeing on Twitter. Oh no, it's getting like, crazy every day. Yeah, I've been seeing some like weird behavior. Where yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This doesn't end well. No, and you not can at tell all. That you know, like we are going down a very dark path. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think that there's certain things about the way South Africans are that these platforms really highlight. Yeah. Yeah. And 
Yeah, it's true. Twitter is a very small minority of South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Society. Yeah. But if you're saying that the people that have the most access and resources are on Twitter. Yeah. And this is how they behave. Yeah. Then we should be even more worried about the state of this country. Because it's like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see people do things that you just like, this can't possibly be normal. Yeah. Like, ain't no way and it's and to me that's like what you would consider it it used to be a thing of it was a slip up Mm. but now it's just i have to do this do you know what i mean like people have to there has to be some type of shock factor for you to make it around and if you're gonna you're gonna get retweeted sure it's gonna be crazy you'll get your engagement yeah yeah and then it's done and then i think you just have that sugar high like okay that rush. Okay, what do I do next? And, and who do I, you know? And the stunts get worse yeah, and worse and worse. And, worse. worse. and you're like, ah. Oh. So, and I think that's just the, the, the nature of media. You know, Kanye is like the blueprint of it. How he's been able to damage control wearing the Trump hat for me is immaculate. If you can get away with, you know, stealing the mic from Taylor Swift, wearing the Trump hat, you know, saying George Bush kills black people. I don't know how he did it, but he's managed to, yeah, Leverage it to his own benefit, but you're not Kanye West, bro. You still need to go out and get a job tomorrow, probably. Mm. Now we know what, like, dude, the amount of the, the stuff that people post online, and I, I, I do it too, like, I, but I do it as a joke, right? So I'm mm. always like self, what do you call it, like self incriminating tweets because everybody loves to see you in pain. I don't know what's that about. Everybody loves to see you down bad, right? although, like, I'm living a pretty dope life, like. <laughs> I've had so much fun in the last few months, but when I go on Twitter, I'm just like, I, um, I hope she replies to my text. I hope, you know what I mean? It's just because you can see that that's the culture that everything is around. And I probably have to do some self, uh, reflection in that regard because I'm being dictated as to how I treat, you know, but I think that that's the general, the aura that I get from Twitter, from social media. Like there's certain, there's certain, things that people think they need to do to be able to get to where they need to be mm. um and that's why like i said you have this whole carbon copy of creators online it's the, if you look into the be- the beauty scene it's all the same if you look into the fashion scene okay fashion it, it depends on the era that we're in but beauty for the most part is like how more creative can you get when it comes to reviewing what are you doing that Michelle hasn't done is where i'm where i'm at if you know what i mean like why should i watch you if Masali said this thing works and I've seen it work and, and she says she likes it, then why should I go to your channel and check it out? Like, what is it that you're doing? Is it because, you know, like, what is that your unique selling point in that regard? And, I, and that's what I always look at when it comes to, like, creators in South Africa that we're all doing the same thing. So, personally, I've had to take a step back and be like, I'm tired of being Sam, the gamer. He plays Fortnite and that's it. You know what I mean? So, Everybody can play Fortnite, like one way or another. And I'm bad at it. I think I, I used to, that used to be my unique setting point that people would love watching me lose. I don't know. Like <laughs> we're just dying the whole, like last night we just died the whole night. Like I spent three hours and I didn't get one dub, but people are enjoying that because of the convos and whatever. But at some point I'm just like, okay, but this is easy. Where, where do I go now? Do you know what I mean? And I think not a lot of creators are doing that. I haven't posted uh, on on YouTube, and my YouTube is dwindling. It, it also takes a lot to to be to look at yourself and say this shit isn't working out. Yeah, it's like you said, the same formula that that got you to stardom is not necessarily going to work for you three down, years down the line. So I've had to take a step back and be like, okay, what's the next best move? You know, now I'm signed to a new team. I've got more resources. I've got more people around me. What can I do? 
that will actually challenge me as a creator because simply pressing start stream is too easy for me. Check my lights, check my mic, start stream, play game, easy. Like I've done that so many times. It's become like motor, what do you call it? You just know how to do it. And yeah, I think that's the thing that we don't have in SA. Like the content, the vlogs are the same. We go to the same spaces. We go, we hang around the same people. Like, ah, bro. And then you look at, you know, Foot Asylum, bro. Have you heard of them? No. Uh, Chunks and Phil. And, and oh, them. yes. I've yeah. seen clips on, on TikTok, but yeah. I actually have no idea where to get the actual content. Okay, okay. I'll send it to you, but it's called Foot Asylum. But they do all types of random content. Like you'll have a situation where it's the three of them and they have to try and they have speed dates with five different chicks and then the chicks decide who's the best one. The other one they did, they just hired, they just got a bunch of YouTubers to come together and then they played football. You know what I mean? And these guys come up with the most creative ideas. Sidemen is another example, like where you have live Tinder is their thing. You know, you've got live Tinder, so they have a hundred girls lined up, and then these guys try to sh- shoot their shot the whole time, and and then it's literally swipe left, swipe right, but live. And I'm like, sure, it takes a lot of budget to do something like that, but it's completely different to the whole. Hey guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. Today we're going to be talking about. We've seen that, bro. Like we've done that. It's creativity. It's, I don't know if it's a thing of we don't want it. Or we don't nurture it, but um, like we definitely are not, we're not in the bag. Not even so close. It's, it's just a, and this is from a startup slash small business perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that we are, oh man, maybe this is harsh, but I think we're a country of professional low hanging fruit pickers. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was so nicely put, bro. Nah. And as soon as someone has picked that low hanging fruit, yeah. By mimicking something from America, from the UK, whatever it is. Yeah. And then they bring it here and they become successful. Yeah. That shows other people that, oh, wait, this we can a, pick yeah, this yeah, exact yeah, same, same one. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah, we yeah, repeat yeah, yeah. that thing, right? Yeah. So I think that a lot of our culture is mainly adoption and not innovation Ooh. or creativity. Yeah. So we're really good at seeing things that might work. And trying to adopt them yeah. and adapt them to South African yeah. context yeah. and just try and ride that wave yeah. until you can, you know, until it's done. Until yeah. the, the, the end of it, right? Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. the unfortunate reality is like nothing's going to stop that unless we keep increasing access, right? Yeah, so yeah. I love TikTok. The main yeah. reason I love TikTok is because I've never seen a social media platform that got security guards to make content. Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, I security guards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and Not happily super so. Super crazy phones, nothing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 took yeah. his phone, started doing a challenge, yeah. whatever, a yeah, stitch, yeah, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. I've never seen a, yeah. a social media platform be able to break through like that. that yeah. Twitter's never been able to do that. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, yeah. none of them. Mm-hmm. Forget YouTube because yeah. most people just watch and consume yeah. more than create. Yeah, I think. The more we open up access, the more we get into spaces where you might see some innovation. Yeah. Right? So I think like anyone under 23, over 16, 16 to 23 or so. Gen yeah, Z, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think Gen Z understands social media. Mm. And I think they don't care about the things that we might have cared about, which is, oh no, what would this look like? Yeah. What, what will people think? How will people care? Like, yeah. No. I just want to make stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And see what happens. I, I always want to have fun while I do it. Yeah. Like the relationship that generation has with social media versus my generation is like millennials. Yeah. Is so different. Yeah. I think social media doesn't make us happy mm-hmm. because we 
still have this weird gap because we're in between, right? So yeah. you've got the Gen Zs this side who completely understand social media because they grew up with, yeah. with it. So they don't have the insecurities that we might have about the internet. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah, yeah, early yeah. on in the internet or like in the middle yeah. of the internet, you, a lot more people are so confused about what it is mm-hmm. and like how you present yourself and how you put yourself out there. Yeah. Like posting a picture, no so you put, take it down. Man, yeah, yeah, Gen Zs yeah, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just put it out and hope, whatever, whatever man. Yeah, people yeah, like yeah. it, they don't. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And another thing is with TikTok again, like the beauty of creating something originally yeah. and then asking millions of people to copy it but improve it. Yeah, yeah. And if they do, even better. Yeah. And millennials would have been sick at each other. No, mm-hmm. why are you taking the same picture I'm taking? Yeah. Why are you making the same video I'm making? Yeah, it's like, yeah. wait, the kids on TikTok don't care. Copying yeah. each other is actually the geniusness of, of TikTok. All, yeah. Because I want your perspective on this thing I'm making. And yeah. I think that's one of the most special things. So, uh, yeah. I think that if we change the access problem, yeah. Really get resources, the right resources mm-hmm. to the right people. So, for example, with this podcast studio, Bro, my dream is to get like a bunch of kids to make content. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, think yeah, that yeah. anyone over thirty is gonna be able to make this work. Yeah. I think there are some people, yeah, that genuinely understand the power of content and media to change perspectives, build communities, and like drive impact in the world. Yeah, those people maybe, mm. but if you want people that are willing to just experiment and make ten podcasts in a week, yeah, 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 and yeah, just yeah. put it out and, and see like, what no, happens, yeah. just want to see what happens. Nah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Right? And yeah like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. very hard to do that with millennials. I think that, but also, it's just a creepy thing to say, right? Yeah. I want a bunch of kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a weird thing to say. It's not, I think it's because kids are, I think that's why we, we look to children as for inspiration. Like, when you were a child, you were at your most creative. Your imagination was yeah. at its wildest. And I think that's when art is at its purest. Once you start monetizing art and it starts becoming intentional, it becomes a bit scary. I was speaking to someone about it that it was on Monday actually that my next move is to create art for the sake of creating art and not necessarily to monetize it because that's when, that's when the authenticity thing, you know, comes through. That's when it feels Um, good, man. Yeah. That's when it feels good. I think sure at this stage it's different, but like your Frank Ocean's created channel orange because it had to be created. Do you know what I mean? From their perspective, like it's just, they just really wanted to share their musical talent with the world. It wasn't necessarily to make millions and rags and whatever. Yeah. It was just Frank Ocean saying, here's an album and this is, again, a representation of who I am and the space that I'm in and take it as you want it. But it's like with our formula, and I get it, like job securities are a lot of things. Millennials, we're like, like the like unemployed generation at this point. So everything just has to make some type of sense depending on how much effort that you're putting into it. But it definitely takes away from the creative space. And I think that's why we're so, li- like you said, with the low picking fruit, we're so linear with everything we do because it, it does it really pay off to be creative. You know what I mean? Like our biggest celebrities, let's speak musically. I don't think they're doing anything new. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. music. Okay. I'm, I'm speaking hip hop only. Please don't crucify me, but hip hop wise, I don't see any on the mainstream guys. I don't see anything like innovative i don't you see could any, hear it somewhere else. yeah i could hear it anywhere. now you've got blackie but and blackie's great but for me it's just like blackie just took the the western formula and just he's the one who's been able to i don't want to say impersonate but just kind of 
take it and, and implement it in his own strategy the best way possible. Mm-hmm. You know, Nasty Seed worked out pretty well for him. And I think that's why Nasty C's outshined the OGs in the game right now. Do you know what I mean? It's just because they took that formula and they made it better. But yeah, like we don't encourage creativity. And I think it's because people fear the unknown. People fear if, what if I just showed you my cra- my real crazy self and showed what you. What if I showed you what I really want to make? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what I really want to make. How would that go down? And that's the process that I'm in right now. And I've had to face the fact that this could just literally be the reviews and shit like that. And, and I'm super okay with that because now I'm, I just want to be able to say I did that. Not necessarily I garnered a lot of views or whatever, but I created this content. I created this piece of art. And I think for me, like that's created so much more motivation out of it because I finally have something to look forward to. Just merely creating a YouTube video, a five minute clip or whatever. That's easy. We can all do that. If I really wanted to vlog, I could vlog. It's, it's quite simple. It's not, and I'm not saying, I'm not taking it away from vloggers. It's not at all. Casey Neistat kind of proved to us like how far you can take vlogging in regards to creativity. Oh man, I used to be obsessed with that. You know, same man. But again, you can only do it for so long, like in terms of us watching it. And then you've got Marcus Brownlee, like he, the switching up of the game, like he always takes it to the next level, like yeah. to the next level, to the next, and it's always something new. And you will never do that thing unless you are naturally curious. Do you know what I mean? Like when I watched one of these, I watched the Samsung S20 review. My brother watched that. I don't even watch Marcus Brownlee, but my brother doesn't even watch uh, reviews like that. But he watched it and he's like, Sam, look at this shit. And I don't know, I don't know what Marcus did, but the camera would go warm and then it would just come here oh, and it would yeah. go here and then it would it's go here. It's the robotic here. arm. Oh my God. Bro, I watched the, like <laughs> you must watch the, the tour of his studio. Yeah. Okay. That's probably one of the most inspiring things I've watched yeah, in a yeah, very yeah, long yeah, time because yeah, yeah. one, so you see Marcus in front of the camera. Yeah. There's eight guys in that studio. For real. There's eight guys. Yeah. There's a guy that just edits the pictures. The yeah. The guy yeah, that yeah, just yeah, edits yeah, the yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the amount of gear inside. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you, oh shit. This is a serious, yeah. Way bigger than you thought. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see that and you're like, oh wait, this person really invested in this. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you think you've built that healthy relationship with the work that you can come to a point where you're like, you know what, I'm just gonna make this because I want to make it and not because I want the engagement, I want the views, I want the follow. It it comes with a lot of it. It it just comes with the self, man. Like I've had to had like deep, long conversations, and I still have those conversations with people around me, and just like truly accepting, yeah who I want to be and what I want to be known for and just the things, like I said, competency for me is everything at this point. I just want to be able to say that I did it. Like I, I want to be able to say that I can do it if asked to do it. You know what I mean? Um, and sure, it comes with a lot of sacrifices and it comes with a lot of, I'm very big on Jordan Peterson, for example. And his thing is accept that life is suffering and then move on. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not going to be pretty. I'm going to, pre- I'm going to, I'm not going to have the, new apartment the cars and i'm not gonna have that you know like potentially i just have to accept that fact but if i can have a portfolio that i can look back to and say this is what i did this is what i'm very like this is what i love and if i was to show it to anybody else and 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 expect good feedback like for me that would be a good thing like i have certain milestones that i just want to accomplish at this point and it's just about yeah, like I, I have conversations with people that are older than me so many times and it always circles back to the same thing. I've been working in corporate for 15 years, 25 years. I'm doing this, but I really want to be a photographer, yeah. but I really want to start this, but I really want to do a podcast. And I'm, and I'm like, 
it so i will eventually get to this point like whether i start now or in 25 years i will get to a point where i just want to pivot you know what i mean mm. the only difference is that do i have the means to pivot or do i not have the means to pivot it's really just financially i'm speaking now at this point and i just don't want to wait for that i just i really don't want to wait for 25 years of misery to realize that i need to do what i really want to do and i think it's just like starting that let me do what i really want to do if it reflects to the market then it reflects and otherwise you know we just take it as is but like things change man i don't know what's going to happen i will never know what's going to happen unless i i do that thing do you know what i mean and i i think i'm just really at peace with that right now like i've had too many conversations with bali's bro like crying bro like i've got kids now i can't start a podcast i've got kids <laughs> like i'm like oh nah like that's not happening Oh no! Nah. Let me let me figure this <laughs> Not shit out. for now. you. Yeah, yeah. Let me fail now, and then I'm pretty sure I'll get a job at McDonald's if it all works out. Like if it doesn't work out at 45, I'm okay with that. Like I've made peace with that. Thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs>